Welcome to the new best rivalry in baseball. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of 90 Miles Podcast. 90 miles from Wrigley Field to Wrigley North. 90 miles only. Miller Park South to Miller Park. Oh yeah, yeah. Two... uh, Two wonderful ballparks full of Cubs fans. It's just wonderful. And, uh, you know, Cubs are doing good this year. It's great. (laughs) It's great for our Illinois brethren to come up and support Wisconsin financially the way they do. The money's definitely appreciated. Yeah. Well, it's not not coming. It's not coming. Leave it at the border, but whatever. (laughs) It's not coming from Brewers fans. So, you know, I I guess, you know, they got to get some revenue somehow. But. Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's nothing but Cubs fans that fill up that stadium year yeah. after year when we hit, you know, 2.8 million fans in attendance. Yeah. 2.2 million of them are Cubs fans. Why? Because they can't get enough of watching the Brewers. Uh, right, right. Well, you know, like we were talking about. Well, I mean, about- you, only, you only play eight or nine games there a year. Why do Cubs fans get all the credit for filling up that ballpark all well, season why, long? Why do you think? I, I mean, you know, that's... Because uh, they can't get enough of the Brewers. If they're showing up on days when the Cubs aren't even there, well, cool. Well, you know, like I, I mentioned... Bre- like I the mentioned, Brewers are fun to watch. You know, they could even get more revenue if they, they put a wing in Miller Park somewhere, like a, like a Cubs... You know, like a trophy room or some kind of a, you know, records, Cubs records at Miller Park kind of room. You know, there's another one last night, Kyle Schwarber. Oh, yeah. You know, first first Cubs player to hit two grand slams in in Miller Park in the same season, in, in the same opposing ballpark, any uh, opposing. It just happened to be Miller Park or rather uh, Wrigley North. So that's pretty sweet. You know, so that that's a plaque that can go up in the Cubs wing of of Wrigley North. That's, you like to a- talk about luck, and you <laughs> talked about luck a lot, a yeah, lot okay. in the last episode when Milwaukee shut the Cubs out two out of three games. Uh-huh. He talks a lot about luck. That right. inning, we'll, we're going to get into it along with a bunch of other yeah, stuff. We're well, going to kind of yeah, compare. We'll get into that. You know, Brad Wick and Adrian Hauser a bit. Uh, yes. but that inning was so. <laughs> Filled with good fortune for the Cubs well, and breaks that went their way. Anyway, fine. we're going to get into more of that too because this game, this, yes. the beauty of the game is that kind of stuff. Yeah, we're going to talk Not about Kyle Schwarber and his about that. the the yeah yeah breaks and beauty. Of He's the been game, taking lessons right? from Canseco. So yeah, yeah. what's that? <laughs> <laughs> the breaks and the beauty of the game. You know, we're going to talk yes. about Schwarber, Castiano. We're going to talk about some other stuff later. But first, you know, we'll talk about Wick. And Hauser and and Wick, we're talking about Rowan Wick, not Brad Wick. Um, just to clarify. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Rowan. <laughs> I keep Wick. wanting to talk about Brad Wick. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we're talking about Rowan Wick and why. Adrian Hauser. Um, we're going to talk about uh, the. We're going to do a National League wild card breakdown later, and talk about the stupid Cardinals. So that that's you know we'll do that as yeah, well. Yeah, stupid. Which we actually have a tweet Cardinals. of the week. We haven't had one for a long time, so we're going to have that for that part. Um, uh, but first, before we get into Rowan Wick versus Adrian Hauser, we need to mention about our buddies. Um, game, game time, time blitz. Game time blitz. Yeah, so they're GameTimeBlitz.com. It's uh, at GameTimeBlitz on Twitter, and they're all over on social media, but it's a pretty sweet app. You know, it's basically, you know, we do our predictions in the episode, which we'll have some uh, at the end of this episode as well. Um, But uh, (laughs) Yeah, you You do need to be better at us than at... Uh, yeah, if you're going to yeah, win any money, by the way, yeah. just an FYI. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but they have, you know, they all have in-game kind of predictions, and you pick different things, and you you can win a cash prize, and and it's on iOS and Android. So yeah, you should uh, get over there, check it out. Um, you know, and yep. if you're in the Racine, Absolutely. Wisconsin area, they they have in in like in bar games so certain bars Live at the bar yeah yeah gametimeblitz.com you can go there and then you can see locations that will list all the different bars that are participating and then go go and play there um and they and you can win uh, cash prizes there so it's pretty sweet it's just so. fun it's it adds another layer to watching you know watching sports in general i love that kind of stuff where you can you know get into the very specifics and details of the game as it goes that's a really good time so definitely check it out yeah. i do believe there are some restrictions on where and when and how you win the cash prizes just read through on that make sure you're up to snuff on it 
Yeah. Uh, I do think there are some states that are excluded, but uh, sure, check definitely out, get there. Check it out. Check out the mm-hmm. check out the uh, um, website. That'll uh, that'll give you all the details there. So so yeah. Uh, so I guess let's get into Rowan Wick and Adrian Hauser, huh? That what we're doing? Well, what what the thought was? <laughs> okay, you know this season's well. You know, well, I mean, we should talk about why we're talking about them. What what difference do these guys make, right? Yeah. Well, when the season started, these are two guys that I don't think either one of us thought would be terribly serious contributors to the teams as we went down the stretch. Now, baseball's full of surprises like that. Every season, you're going to have stuff like this happen. Mm-hmm. The Brewers, if you go back and listen to episode 30 of the 90 Miles Podcast, you can do that, by the way, at our website, 90milespodcast.com. When I was listening to that the other day, that was about the time when the Brewers were in complete desperation mode on just finding anybody that could pitch. Yeah. And as far as starting pitching goes, like basically everybody's They're hurt, everybody's failing. It's terrible. Adrian Hauser was one of the. Oh, come on. They're horrible. They weren't terrible. They were just. Really bad. Really. Extremely bad. He had underperformances <laughs> and injuries causing a lot of issues. So Adrian Hauser was uh, one of the last ones they gave a shot. Two. Uh, so in his rookie season this year, he got thrown from the bullpen into a starting pitching role. Now, originally, he came up and had one or two starts and then went to the bullpen. And he wasn't good in those starts, but he figured it out as a reliever. As a reliever this season, uh, he's done quite well. You know, he's got 17 games in as a reliever, sitting at a nice, tidy, little low ERA, uh, you know, 1.47. But as a starter, he's at... A little bit worse. Yeah. But what he's done is eaten some innings, and he's been a lot better over recent history. Uh, he's really held up his end of the bargain lately. And I don't really know what I want to say about it other than without Adrian Hauser, this staff would have just kept deteriorating. Yeah. This guy has been a huge asset and a huge pickup. Well, uh, well it, not a pickup. He's a rookie. Yeah. I mean... You know, anything to keep keep the Brewers from having an embarrassing win-loss record at the end of the year. I mean, we've, you know, already, you even admitted they're probably not making the playoffs, so... Um I never admitted that. Let's no. just let's I just, said I did know, a mental Brewers, reset on what my expectations were. They're just fighting they're just fighting their way out of uh an embarrassing season and just being instead having a mediocre season. So, you know, if Adrian Hauser can help with what? that, then uh then that's <laughs> There's nothing embarrassing about this season. There's uh, yeah. just been some underperformances and not, a lot of injuries no. and well, a lot of breaks that have gone the other way. Yeah, Adrian Hauser. Uh, Adrian Hauser in the last 28 days has five starts with a 1.63 ERA. That is excellent stuff. That is 27 helping. and two thirds innings pitched. Yep, that helps. That is very good. Helps keep them. Yeah. keep the Brewers from having an embarrassing season. You're right. That's not an embarrassing season because of Adrian Hauser. It's it's a very mediocre season. Because of Adrian Hauser, so, so yeah, that's that's a that's a great story. Um, <laughs> so you know, I got into it on Twitter with uh, Chess Master Theo or whatever the hell his handle is these days. Yeah, about how last year was a fluke for the Brewers. It was. Imagine this squad catching two or three breaks at all this season. Anything. Anywhere. The yeah, only thing I imagine that the Cubs you know, got been, a couple breaks too. I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, I, obviously, but you have not run out of starting of pitchers. Cardinals took all. You the have breaks. not had the Cubs. If the Cubs were missing their five starting pitchers, your Cubs team would be absolute trash. Wow. Milwaukee has gone through that early this season, and they're you, still you, where they are. You would have said that the Cubs starting staff was trash, anyways. But you know, no, I didn't. I said that was one of the strengths of your team uh-huh. the whole season. Yeah, yeah. Except I've you said throw in what happens Darvish, if, but you know, but that's what happens <laughs> if somebody goes down. Adbert Adsley happens, right? We did it in Adrian Hauser versus Adbert Adsley comparison you know head-to-head type of thing yeah like we're trying to do with hauser and wick right now but you've pissed me off <laughs> so here we are <laughs> well good and That's- now i'm shouting into the microphone which is working this week because i didn't forget to freaking turn on the right input yeah oh. speaking of which did anyway you, you did do that today right you double checked That's uh should i double check that quick let's make sure <laughs> i don't know that's oh, a little concerning because you know Oh, yep, we're still recording. Yep, it's still the microphone. It's not the laptop. Okay, okay that's we're good. good. That's good. Yeah. 
Well, now I can step it down a little bit. Breathe. Yes. All right. So, yeah, 1.63 ERA <laughs> over the last 28 days. That's a huge lift for this squad. And, yeah. You know. You know, that's... And, you know, and, go, put your, go put your head in the sand on what the Brewers were last year and forget all oh, about them. Imagine they imagine they're, imagine they're terrible and last year was a fluke. And then next right. year, when the Brewers clean house and win the division, and when I say clean house, I mean beat the crap out of the Cardinals, the Cubs, you know, catch hey, half the breaks they You know, caught. I, I yeah. can feel for you, you know, hanging on to last year, living in the past. I mean, you know, and, and we don't want to... Like 2016 and you and the Cubs in 2016? Yeah, well, you never live in the past with that. Wow, well, yeah, but the Cubs are going to get some more Chris Bryant and his MVP form. You know, I, I think, yeah. you know, it's possible in, in a couple decades you could still be talking about game 163. So, you know... Um, I, I, well, in, I, a, in know, a couple of years, we can talk about that one really good month you Darvish had in 2019. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. No, I, I, you know, I don't want to get into too many, you know, we don't want to bring in other sports too much, but, you know, you know, Bear, as a Bears fan, I, I feel you with hanging on to the past a little bit, but, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. 1985 is all you got, buddy. Yeah, That's it. well, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. So, uh, so I get it. You can keep. Keep bringing up last year. That's fine. And, you know. No, my point was this. The Brewers weren't a fluke. If they were a fluke last year, after everything they've gone through this year, they would be at the bottom of the division, not still battling. 85 85 Bears were not a fluke. Last year, the Brewers were a fluke. Yeah. Without a doubt. What? So. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, last night was pretty emotional for everybody in our text yeah, message little, group. We've uh, talked about this before. A little nutty. <laughs> a little bit of a wild night. A little, yeah, between text messaging and Twitter and switching between Cubs and Bears. Yeah, a little crazy. Um, but, you know, that's... Yeah. You yep. get the overlap. Yeah, some of the stuff that was said. Yeah, I've been anyway. meaning. I, I I didn't manage to look it up, but I I would be curious how many times the Bears played the Packers on the exact same day at the same, basically at the same time as the Cubs playing the Brewers. That's probably not happened a lot. Um, it'd be pretty rare because yeah, of the, yeah, it'd be pretty rare. I mean, talk about ninety but it miles has happened. there. It has happened. I think it happened last year too. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, that that yeah, it's possible. I do believe there was a Sunday game that it happened. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, but anyway, but yeah, that's another 90 miles take. But uh, yeah. we are not a football podcast. Although I don't really, know what what's the, I don't want to be a football podcast. No, 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 no. Although I don't know if it's 90 miles between Lambeau and and Soldier Field, but you know, I guess we could find out. They used to play in Milwaukee. It kind of counts. It kind of counts. It's whatever. Fine. Anyways, let's uh, move on from from that, you know, um, because yeah, let's. Uh, Adrian Hauser has been excellent. Let's just go there. So, yep. Well, okay. So Roland Wick, nice. you know, I guess because you brought up about that, it's like I want to talk about Adrian Hauser, blah blah blah, someone that blah blah blah. I'm like, okay, let me see who's who's sort of an well, unexpected, an unexpected piece. player. Unexpected. He wasn't piece totally unexpected, but I mean, in Craig some Council ways, did say he'd contribute. He, but he anyway. came over to the no, Cubs Hauser, from but, the Padres in the off season. Um, started out the season in in triple a uh with with the cubs and and uh you know he put together 35 innings uh 1.8 era at triple a and then um he was called up of course the cubs bullpen has had some issues they've had some injuries and they've had some underperforming pitchers like pedro strope and stuff like that so so uh you know, brought in uh, Rowan Wick, and and yeah, he's he's put together twenty five innings. Um, he's two and zero with a two point eight eight ERA and a couple saves there. So um, so yeah, ten ten walks to twenty seven strikeouts, and uh, yeah, just a, a a nice piece to have in the bullpen. And uh, you know, I don't know, that's that's yeah, kind of one of those uh, you know, unexpected performers that have really helped hold up. I mean, really, the Cubs' bullpen was trash for a lot of the season, and it's still not great. It's, He's been a bright spot in that back end. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, and there's been other contributors. I mean, as well, it's it's uh, you know, it's the bullpen has been a tricky piece, but at times it's clicked, at times it's not. There's been injuries and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, uh, Brandon Kinsler has been right. putting together a nice season. He's got a 2.53 ERA. Um, 
and also uh, Kyle Ryan hasn't been too bad, 2.87 ERA. They both have put logged about uh, 53 innings pitched, um, so they've been a couple pieces. Uh, Steve Ciszek's been up and down, but he's still still got 3.1 ERA, and that's that's been all right. Um, but uh, but yeah, others not so good. Uh, Pedro Strope, not so good. Um, you know, right. Mike Montgomery earlier before before he left, he did not do good. That was early in the season. You know, that's interesting. I have a Cub fan friend at work too that brought it up. It, it was odd because the Cubs were in need of, I mean, a little bit of left-handed relieving, and letting Montgomery go was kind of an interesting piece. When you look back at Chess Master Theo. Uh, basically trading him for a catcher that you waived two weeks later was kind of a baffling move when you look at it, in my opinion. But Yeah, well, but, you know, yeah, it's been I, a weird... I know Mike I was mean, struggling. It, Don't get me wrong. I mean, look, the, the weird. transactions this season for the Cubs have been crazy. <laughs> it's just been yeah. crazy. I mean, I'm, you know, there's so many... I'd say for both of these teams... I mean, Carl, Carl Edwards Jr. is another one, they, you know, who... Who's no longer on the team? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, Yulish Shasin is starting for the Red Sox today. If you're listening to this <laughs> oh, that, after Friday, Yul- would you have expected Yulish that? Shasin is starting against the Yankees for the no. <laughs> well, that's one thing that that's what I've been trying to say. You look back from the beginning of the year, what our expectations were for both of our teams, mind you, and you look at what's happened. I'm amazed the Brewers are where they're at. To well, be perfectly honest. I am too, but I would have even if if you know. There wasn't that much that happened. Oh, it's a fluke, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Christian Yelich is a real freaking fluke, isn't he? Yeah, Keston here is not a fluke either. Any, whatever. Mm. God, that, God, that got me so mad the other night on Twitter. Yeah, well. Ah, anyway. Flukes. Well. He was trolling, and he got he got uh, he got a different guy better than he got me. But that's fine. Yeah, I figured it out after a while. Like ah, he's just full of crap. But yeah, well, yeah, it, no, there's been crazy crazy transactions. DFAing Jeremy Jeffress is another one for the Brewers. You guys with Carl Edwards Jr. as you mentioned. Yep. Uh, these these are some crazy unpredictable things. The Brewers actually traded for a Yankee closer. Uh, in the last four or five days as well. Uh, he was in the minor leagues, not on their 40-man roster. Turns out what the story is, that kid would have, well, kid, that that man would have been uh, available as a Rule 5 draftee next season, so the Brewers traded a 16-year-old Dominican Republican Dominican Republic draftee for a Yankees closer, and I believe he's going to be put on the 40-man roster here in the next couple of days. So that's interesting as well. That's Just very, very interesting. Yeah, how do you get a trade done after the trade deadline? They both have to be guys that aren't on the 40-man roster. The rules no longer apply. I I don't think I've ever... I don't recall ever running into that. I'm sure it's happened, and I'm sure I've noticed it, but never in the midst of a uh, of a pennant race. Yeah, it's kind yeah. Of crazy. It's, it, you know, it's, it's been crazy. Um, you know, and then, you know, I know we wanted to talk a little bit about breaks and the beauty of the game and and craziness we already talked about Kyle Schwarber I was going to mention about I did want to mention about Kyle Schwarber um since August 1st I don't know if you knew this but you know you should since he's your favorite Cubs player um he's batting 300 with no he's my he's my favorite teammate of Jose Canseco on their softball team their all-star softball team right so that's what he is okay so here's here's how this softball player is playing uh here's how this DH is playing (laughs) August 1st to now to through to today, Kyle Schwarber batting 300, 406 OBP, 722 slugging. That's good for a 1.128 OPS, and he's got 10 home runs, 27 RBIs, uh, 14 walks to 22 strikeouts. So that ratio is is looking better. Um, and uh, yeah, so so there you go. And um, and of course, one of those home runs being. Uh, just last uh, last night, and uh, oh, and the bases were You know, loaded. I didn't even hear anything you just said. Uh, I'm sorry. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't listen to any of those numbers. <laughs> okay, well, uh, you know, maybe Schwarber's figured some things out. His approach has changed uh, the last well, month. Well, He's good. been very, I've, very good the last month. Very good. good. Well, you, you told me, you know, there was a point this season where you, you got such a sob story going for him about him and the injury. No, and I, how, hey, I've been. You know, he really yeah. owns your heart. And, but I've, I've yeah, been. And even then I've I felt been, bad for you. So it's nice that he's, it's nice that he's 
you know, having a little bit of success again. I, I, I would. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say I've never been extremely hot on Schwarber. I've been, you know, it's <laughs> not it, like I've you, been, Darvish. <laughs> I mean, maybe in you know, 2015. You know, but then the knee injury and so, all that and all that. But I mean, but then I've been warm about him. It's like, oh, but it's been it's been from kind warm to slowly colder and colder. And like, come on, you know, this something's got to give here. But I I gotta say that I never got negative on him. I never gave up you, on him. But uh, you know, I was borderline, very very, very borderline, very borderline earlier this season. But now, you know, looking at this last month, if he can keep this going, um. That's, you know, that'll be good. Uh, his defense has been a little better, too. Not great. Um, he, he, I still he's think batting he fits better in the American League. With a 1.128 OPS, I don't even care if he's a subpar, you know, in the, as far as defense. Yeah. He, that's fine. Oh, that's, but that's he's, so... he is very much average fielder, so I, that's not an issue. I don't think he's a liability there, but if he's batting 300 with a 1.128 OPS, you know, a perfectly average sure. outfielder He's having is totally a good month. fine. Yeah, it's a good yada, month. Yada, yada, yada. He's having a good month. But when I say stuff like that about Kestiny here, oh, I Oh, he's get lucky grief. and well, pitchers will figure him out. That's a different thing. <laughs> yeah, speaking of lucky, <laughs> the, there's no way in hell Kyle Schwarber should have ever gotten to the plate yeah. in the sixth inning last well, night. Well, he did. Not even close. He did. Yeah, okay, so the first pitch, or the first batter, Matt Albers, absolutely blows up, oh God, was it Bodie's bat? I think so. Regardless, the ball goes 35 feet. Single. It's a base hit, right? Mm-hmm. Later in the inning, uh, there's one up the third baseline that goes 60 feet. Base hit, of course. Yeah. Uh, a line drive is hit directly to Christian Yelich with the bases loaded. He throws home. When Ben Zobrist absolutely boneheads his way three quarters of the way to third base, yeah, give him a break. A throw to he's second just, base doubles him off. He's getting back. A throw to second base doubles him off because it was an absolutely idiotic play. But Yelich didn't see it because who's going to run from second base on that ball? Well, somebody that hasn't played baseball in about a year and a half. Well, that's probably you know, maybe Yelich should have thought about that and, and took a glance, but too bad he didn't. And then Schwarber <laughs> gets up, and then that happens. Yes. That game should have been tied 4-4, four to four, but that's the beauty of the game. That's what I wanted to get into, because yes. last week, when the Brewers were shutting out the Cubs two games in a row, all I saw on Twitter was, oh, the Brewers are so lucky, catching all the breaks. It's like, well, yeah, that's how you win baseball games. You catch the breaks, and then you take advantage of them. Yeah. That's what Milwaukee did last week. So I don't want to hear about this luck BS <laughs> <laughs> anymore if you're going to call that inning last night skill. Okay? That seems reasonable to me. Man, I'm on, I'm edgy today. Yeah, you are. I'm I'm really riling you up. It makes the episode a lot more entertaining. So, I hope so. I hope you're entertained. <laughs> I'm entertained. Uh, well, you're an asshole, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Do we have to beep that out? I don't, I don't know if that's a beep. I don't think so. It, that's on network TV, right? So, that's fine. Uh, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I could be talking about... Yeah. yeah it's fine. It's probably good. <laughs> it's fine. Probably leave that one in there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. We'll those are chances. the breaks. That, that is the beauty of the game. Yeah. The You know, yeah. when you when you watch playoff baseball, very rarely do you... Well, you see some stuff like last night, but the best of the best, the fun games to me to watch are the ones where it's only one or two of those little tiny things swing the whole game and it ends up being a 2-1 ball game. Those are the most intense sometimes. Well, I don't know if they're always the most fun to watch. They're fun to watch when it's not your team. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're going to watch a great playoff baseball game, very few mistakes, those little tiny intricacies that you know, break one way or the other. Yeah, I, uh, I, that decides games. Yeah, I it's think fun. I think that's. I mean, there, that's at a, a micro level. You have those things in game, but I think even on a on a bigger level, and we talked a little bit about it. Just our our expectations for the season. Um, that you know, it's really difficult to predict how certain players are going to perform. Um, I mean, you can look. You can't just look at what they've done and be like, oh, they're just going to do that because it's a lot of players break either up or down from what they've done, even over a long period of time. I mean, look at Pedro Strope for a long time. I mean, talk about one of the most consistent 
uh, pitchers in the bullpen for the Cubs for for like seven years. And then this year, just what is it seven really? I mean, yeah. I thought he was kind of like a two point five to like three point five kind of seven years, huh? Okay, yeah, long long time. Yeah, I, in fact, I could I could pull up those numbers, um, but yeah, he he's you know, I mean, that could you ever predict that? I mean, you know, that's that's crazy. No. He no uh, since he joined the Cubs uh, in two thousand thirteen, he came uh, came from Baltimore. And in 2013, played played part of the the season there uh, with the Cubs, and he had a 2.83 ERA. And every single year from 2013 all the way through to 2018, he had a sub three ERA every single every single year. And this year, he's sitting right. at five. He did have some. He did have some down years in his history elsewhere, though. He did earlier. Right? Yeah, some, yeah, that. sure. But I mean, that's a that's a run. It is. It's, it is. Because when is I turn around and make year, the same so argument year, for really five and a half years, he he was a sub sub three ERA for five and a half years with the Cubs, five and a half years in a row. Um, with mm-hmm. this year, he's at five point seven three. So, you know, right. well, and that leads me to say something like this too. Like, okay, you can't predict what happened to Pedro Strope. You could have predicted, say, let's use. Yoli Chassin is an example since he's starting for the Red Sox right. today, which is still mind-boggling <laughs> right. if you think about it. He's the opening day starter, for God's sakes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can, you pre- can you predict his season going this badly? No. Can you predict regression? Yes. Absolutely. Like, he's, you know, here's from, 2000, from 2009 on, it's 4.91 ERA, 3.28, 3.62, 4.43. There's a 5.4 in there a couple of times. This year was a 5.79. He absolutely blew up. Last year, a 3.50. I would have expected something around 4.25. Eat some innings, be a solid starter. Even that level of performance from Yoli Chassin puts the Brewers within, instead of five games back of the Cubs, maybe three games back. You had it with Corey Knebel, now you're a game back. It's just... You know, it the unpredictability, like you said. Yeah, of well, per player performance year to year. Right. Certainly, you could have predicted regression for Milwaukee on a lot of pieces, but you can't sit there and say the whole team would regress like this. And since the whole team did, except for Yelich and maybe it. Moose and I Grandal. It. Oh my I god! I predicted the whole. Yeah, team. Yeah, you predicted it, but there's no way you actually believed it. Oh, I believed okay. it. And then on top of oh, forget you. <laughs> and then. On top of all of that, (laughs) on top of all of that, to still be where they are means that it was not fluky. But yeah, you can't predict that kind of a drop off. They got 35 starts out of Yolish last year. He ranges anywhere from, you know, 21 to 31. They got 19 out of him this year. I guess you could have predicted a drop off, but not like this. I I could have. Yeah. I also predicted, you You want to get into that? I also predicted one out of the three rookies that the Brewers put into the staff would be excellent. One would be average and one would probably flame out. Mm-hmm. One was excellent. One flamed out. And Freddie Peralta was a better fit for the bullpen all along and didn't really succeed in a starting role. You can't predict all five of those starting rotation guys to be gone at some point. And that's what happened. To yeah, well, you know. Anyway, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just, you know... Y- it's it's just always it's always hard to say. I mean, you know, it's even hard to predict what the young guys are going to do. They come up and how they do initially, and and it, something can click sure. at some point, and then they can be something else. I mean, look at uh, yep. Jorge Soler. Well, that's kind of with the, uh, right with Kansas City. I mean, he's got forty home runs this year. I mean, you know. He was on. Yeah, you can't predict that. No, no, you can't. Predict I wouldn't Pete have known. Alonso. I mean, I knew he was um, a good home run here. I mean, he was with. He came up in the Cubs system, and you know, Cubs had him for for a few years, and then in uh, after 2016, he went to Kansas City, and and he off and on spent some time in the minors in their system, but then this year he's just it, it's clicked. So. Well, that and he had the opportunity to play because Kansas City's terrible, yes. right? And, they needed and, players, right. and that's you uh, know, yeah, right. And that gets back to the breaks and the beauty of the game, like we were yeah, talking about. Yeah, and that's and that's why watching guys like well, I was just gonna say with right. Solaire, that's why I'm not upset. Like, oh, the Cubs should have kept him. It's like, no. well, no, I mean, I you know, would he have done that? They if didn't the Cubs have room kept for him. him. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, would you, you know, 2016, who do you want, Schwarber or Soler? You know, things like that. You, you oh, make I'd the take at right this point at now, time. especially with the turnaround Schwarber's been having, I'd take Schwarber 
over Solaire. Well, right. And you would have taken, in 16, you would have taken Schwarber. That's my point. Oh, yeah, for sure. Those are some of the breaks in the game, right? With Milwaukee... With Milwaukee, just to relate back, all the struggles they've had to watch a guy like Adrian Hauser come in as a rookie, have some great success, watch a guy like Keston Hira bang his way through the door and earn that playing time. Those are those are some of the beautiful things that have happened for Milwaukee yeah. this season, even though it's been a real struggle. Those are some of the really nice bright spots to look at. Josh Hader's figured his stuff back out, it looks like, uh, which is great. They need him badly. Yeah. Uh, a couple episodes ago, I said, if he doesn't get his stuff together, it's not going to matter what Milwaukee does the rest of the season. Well, now that he's got his stuff together, now that he's got his stuff together, if they can get on a run, then maybe they can make some noise. But without him being right, they weren't going to do that. That yeah. was the whole point of that episode. But yeah, well, you know, and it's yeah, yeah so, breaks breaks go every which way. I mean, look at look at uh, Cassianos for the Cubs. I mean, wow. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean. He has been ridiculous since he's joined the Cubs. I mean, uh, I don't know if that's a break or just. Uh, I mean, as much as I like ripping that? Theo for certain things, it. that was a good pickup. Oh, it was a good pickup. But no, would you well, have expected it, good... it? There's nothing. That well, would... no, of course not. But would we have expected you know Dexter Fowler to have the month he's had? No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's a reason that the stupid Cardinals are doing what they're doing. I finally got a chance to look. You go over their last thirty days. You know. Dexter Fowler's got an 832 OPS over the last 30 days. Yeah, after having you know, a few, couple of four home runs. poor seasons and even there. I mean, he, he really wasn't too good since he right. went there from the Cubs um, right. for quite a while. So, I mean, I like Dexter Fowler. I just don't like he's on the Cardinals. But I obviously, he was a big part of the 2016 Cubs team for sure. I mean, he was their leadoff hitter, um, and he was good that year. But, uh, yeah, I mean... Yeah, yeah, you know, the thing with Castellanos, though, is, I mean, you really look at the kind of seasons he put together in Detroit. I mean, there, there, there's some good seasons, certainly. I mean, 800-plus OPS, a lot of years, 800-plus OPS. I mean, he, you know, but but compared to what he's doing now with Chicago, um, I mean, it, it's like a whole nother, another level. I mean, he's over... It's, it's another hot... It's another hot month, man. A month and a half. Okay, he's not going to do this all the way through the postseason, assuming the Cubs well, it's, make it's the postseason. Been o- you know over I mean? a month now. I mean, we're talking 133 at bats here, um, and he's got yeah. It's a hot streak. Twelve home it's runs. A nice hot streak. Three thirty-eight. One point oh five three OPS. Um, you know. Yeah. He's he's not Christian Yelich. He's not going to maintain a thousand OPS throughout the season for the Cubs. Yeah, well, okay, he doesn't need right? to. Just there's the only rest a few guys year. in baseball. There's only a few guys in the base. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm not saying he's going to have to cool off, but if you're going to go look, and we're about to do this when we go to the tweet of the week, if you're going to go look at the Cardinals and you're going to want to say they have to cool off, then you also in the back of your mind have to realize your guy has to cool off too. Somebody else can pick that up though. You know, I'm not saying that. Right. right? Somebody else can the, the 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 pressure can shift. Maybe Rizzo gets really oh, hot. Rizzo been has been hot. Lately. He anyway, has been but, hot. Yeah, right. Rizzo's been. Right. Well, you need Chris Bryant to step it up if Castellanos goes down. Well, he's got a nagging down. knee injury and you know, I was looking, you know, cuz I know you mentioned about 2016 Chris Bryant and and you know, he's not he has a few less homers. Um but uh, in he, a year where everybody's hitting way more homers, that, sure, sure, and yeah, and that obviously plays into it. But I mean, he did he did end up 2016. He ended up with a 939 OPS, batted 292, had 39 home runs. Um, you know, this year he is uh, batting 280 with an 893 OPS with 26 home runs right now. So it's not it's not like he's significantly more terrible. No, than he's 16. having he's it's it's a down year compared to his rookie of the year campaign, his MVP campaign. I'm not saying Chris Bryant's having a bad season. That's not what I meant. Yeah. What I meant was when Castellanos cools off. Somebody else. Yes, and and with the nagging knee injury, right? When Schwarber cools off, well, Schwarber's been. Schwarber is what Schwarber is. He's having a good month. Then somebody else has to pick it. Yeah, and if you go, you know, let's get to the tweet of the week because I want to talk about. Well, I just wanted to mention about uh, at least want to mention about Rizzo. He. um, he's good since August first. He's got a 995 OPS and four home runs, 15 RBIs. He's batting 333 in that stretch. That's 81 at bats. So, um, 
yeah, Rizzo has been been playing good, and he's been clutch besides. Um, so, uh, so yeah, he yeah he had a couple of big hits last night. As a matter of yes, fact, he uh, did. I think he's the one that gave you the four to two lead. Yep. Uh, the Brewers turned around uh, a couple of two run home runs last night. That was that game was trending as going to be a really really good game right. until the Cubs got all kinds of lucky. Oh right? yeah yeah. So, luck luck luck. That's what you would say. That's what you would oh, say. Oh yeah. You if can't deny that. That's what you would say. Right. If it were the other way around, then uh, you know it would definitely right. be luck. It's baseball. You it's, catch breaks, you win. The Cubs caught all the breaks last no, night. No, it wasn't so lucky. The Cubs are just game. better. But if it were the other way, then the, the Brewers just got lucky. So that's right. Just like the Packers got lucky oh, last yeah, night. It had did. nothing to do with the fact that oh, it had nothing to do with the, with the fact that the Bears' quarterback is trash. But let's move on. We aren't talking about <laughs> football today. <laughs> well, we're trying not to. Right. Anyway. Yep. Sorry. Okay. Tweet of did the that week. Hurt? I did, Tweet of the did week. Did that hurt? See, this is this is why the this is why the text group was a little tense last night. Anyway. Yeah, it was it was pretty tense, and and much of what was said could not be repeated without a lot of horn honking. No, eh, yeah. You know. <laughs> anyway, too let's much, get to the tweet of the week. Too much dead wood. So, um. yeah. Uh, well, it wasn't that bad. You guys just kept talking about luck over and over. There was just like there was no argument to be had. No, it was and just then, if you know, it, something yeah. went bad one way or one team did good it was luck or whatever yeah it was like it was like zero debate like no, i even tried to bring debate? up some interesting things and it's like it's just luck because that's fun too why is it always about luck yeah yeah oh. well i'm trying to get the luck out of the podcast get it I out i mean the only true sport out. is is wwe wrestling so you know um <laughs> well there's no luck involved there that's true <laughs> yeah so as my dad used to say uh, pro wrestling is the only true sport but uh yeah <laughs> anyways yeah brother all right <laughs> tweet of the all week right, we derailed again let's yeah who do we got this week yeah we haven't done one looks for like a, derek s Gould. yeah for a very long yeah. time so yeah. Beat writer. Cardinals beat writer. Yep. At D G O O L D. At D Gould. Um, yeah. Lead Cardinals beat writer for St. Louis Post Dispatch. Uh, anyways, um, he uh, he just brought up some math, and we thought, well, this would be a good thing to hinge off the conversation. Because looking at the. You thought this would be a good thing. Yeah. 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 Well, I did, because it really makes it look dismal for the Brewers. But, anyways. Uh, uh, he said, um, <laughs> I did the mental reset already. It's over. Oh he God. said, did the, this last year to illustrate the math of steep climb for Cardinals. So it's only fair. If St. Louis goes 500 from here, they'll finish 90 and 72. That means that the Cubs must go 15 and eight to pass them. Brewers must go 20 and three to pass them. Um, that's if, if I'm not goes worried about the division at this point, I know, I know, but we'll, we'll get into the wild card cause I know that's your only chance. But anyways, if St. Louis plays at no wrecking the Cubs and Cardinals season, but continue. Sorry. <laughs> if St. Louis plays at the current 564 clip, they'll finish 91 and 71. Um, that means Cubs must go 16 and seven brewers would need to go 21 and two. Um, so, you know, there, you know, he he follows that up with a tweet. You know, the other side. If the Cubs go 500 from here, they'll finish 88, 74, and the Cardinals have to go 10 and 12 to finish ahead of them. Uh, if the Cubs stay at their current 547 pace, they'll finish 89, 73, and the Cardinals would have to go 11 and 11 to win the division. Um, so if the Cubs just contain, re, retain their pace, um, the Cardinals would only have to play 500 uh, ball the rest of the season. Um, so that's the division. We're talking, you know, as far as talking about the division, Cardinals are probably out of that race um, at this point. And, uh, you know, basically, you know, the Cubs have a good, I think, have a legit shot, you know. So um, as far as. Uh, uh, well, if you look at the Cardinals last 25 games, I believe they've gone 19 and six. And that's how they got to their 564 clip. So, yes. The tweet is accurate. It also, you know, and maybe they only go 500 the rest of the way. They certainly aren't going to maintain a 19 and 6 kind of clip. We know that. That's 
Or at least I don't think that's possible. Do you? The Cardinals maintaining that kind of a clip, nineteen and six over the last twenty five. I I would say that's pretty unlikely. Um, I think they have to cool down at some point. I don't really, I don't really see how that could continue. Um, yeah. Well, here's what they've done. Right. We wanted to talk about it a little bit over their last thirty days, which is. A little bit more than the 25 games. You've got Jack Flaherty with five quality starts with a .69 ERA. Okay, that helps. Yeah. Right? Yeah, four wins for Jack Flaherty. You got Dakota Hudson, you know, with a 1.49 earned run average, pitching 36 and a third innings over the last 30 days. That's going to help a lot. Their pitching has been excellent. Mm-hmm. Adam Wainwright with a 3.49 ERA. Uh, you know, 28 and a third. Michael Waka's got a 2.78 ERA, 22 and two thirds innings pitched. Miles Michaelis has been the only bad guy in the rotation, 6.11 ERA over that 30 games. So there's one side of it. On the other side, the Cardinals have actually been hitting. Remember last week it was, I believe, I looked at their season statistics. There was one guy with an OPS over 800. Right. Over the last uh, 30 days, you've got Tommy Edmond at 841 OPS, Colton Wong at a stunning 1.026 OPS. So if you think Schwarber is going to maintain his OPS, then you have to say Wong could too. Right, but who will uh, and who won't? I mean, that's a piece of it. And the other thing is the Cubs. <laughs> well, the that's Cubs, the story. That's the beauty of right, it. Right, yeah. and the Cubs play the Cardinals seven times. So this, you know, obviously those win-loss records... Um, I mean, if one team does one thing, it probably means it affects the other team's record because because of the fact there's a lot of head-to-head between these three teams still. Cubs have three more against Milwaukee. They have seven against St. Louis. That's the biggest the biggest one. Um, I mean, the Cardinals have seven against the Cubs, obviously, and then they have three. You, The Brewers and Cardinals play three more games yet. So uh, mm-hmm. that's, you know, so the Brewers have six against those two teams uh Cubs have 10 and the Cardinals have 10 within you know between those three teams so that's a lot of swing there one way or another if if one or the other team dominates that's going to that's going to impact that quite a bit um which is exciting it means there's a lot of games that really really matter and basically every game other game is still going to matter too. I mean, the Cubs and Brewers both play the Padres for four game sets. Um, you know, which most of the other teams, the 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 Cubs and Brewers and Cardinals play are not not good teams. I don't I I don't know who else the Cardinals play. I know the Cubs and Brewers, other than each other and the Cardinals, don't really have a tough. Uh, a real tough schedule. No, it wasn't a terrible looking schedule no. the rest of the way. Pirates, um, Reds. What I was getting at with the Cardinals is over the last month, this is what this is how you go nineteen and six. You're hot pitching, you're hot hitting, right? And I if you look at the season totals, I don't believe it's sustainable. I think them going five hundred the rest of the way would make sense. Yeah. If they maintain anything over five hundred, the Cubs and the Brewers are gonna have to battle along with uh some of the other teams to grab that last wild card spot, and that's something we want to grab into too. Uh but with the schedules being what they are, th- obviously the Cubs and Cardinals, a lot of head to head left to go. Milwaukee and the Brewer or Milwaukee and the Cubs. These three games are huge. If Milwaukee can win the last three of this like they did last weekend where they swept or they took the last two of the series you know they climb right back into being a couple games back of the Cubs. The Cubs have the Cardinals, who are super hot. Milwaukee could maybe jostle and get warm. Uh, the only thing is Milwaukee's got Mustakas hurt. Milwaukee's got Hira hurt. Milwaukee's got oh, pitching wah, problems wah, wah, from yeah. injuries. It's going to be. <laughs> I'm saying it's going to be tough for them to get hot enough to catch anybody. Yeah. Can you let me finish a point? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wah, wah, wah. I wasn't complaining. I'm just saying there's a lot to overcome if they're going to make a run. Right. If they do it, it's going to be beautiful because of all of the adversity they're going to have to overcome to do it. You know, Hira's not going to be ready until, God, maybe the 10th. You know, still got a few days without him. Moustakas. If they get through it with guys like Spangenberg and, you know, Hernan Perez last night hit a dinger. If they can get through it, with those guys and then get their good players back, they could do it. They could go on a run. I'm excited about it. Yeah, I don't know. But they need to take you know. they need to take three games from the Cubs, at least split the series minimum. Neither of these teams want to split series because that's going to put the Cubs much closer to dropping 
uh, that wild card position they're trying to maintain so, right now. Yeah, well, so so I'm going to counter and, and hopefully irritate you, but the Brewers, you know, are 4-6 and six the last 10. Uh, last 30, they're 14-16. and 16. Um, And I'm going to bring up... They're a 500 club over the last basically five months. I'm, I'm going to bring up Pythagorean luck, which you love that number, but uh, um, Brewers are definitely... It's meaningless to the <laughs> are Brewers. ...are definitely... Um, Overperforming. I mean, they they got a, a on a per game level. They got a negative point three run differential, and uh, and really they you know there's six uh, the 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 difference between the actual win loss and the Pythagorean win loss is plus six for the. Brewers. Hey, hang on a second. Hang on highest a second. Do you of hear all that? the teams. Do you hear that? The, highest of all the teams in the wildcard run. What? Do you hear that? What's that? Oh, oh, never mind. The, no, the horse is dead already. That's why I don't oh, hear anything. Oh, okay. Well, I just wanted to bring that up, that the Brewers are lucky. They've been lucky to have the record they have this year. And so I, I would say it's very unlikely that they were lucky last year, lucky this yeah. year. They're lucky when they're yep. shitty, They're lucky when they're good. I get it. Yep. 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 For, for yeah, you leaf, might want to mark that one Clover down. And, and slot machine with the three sevens. Mm-hmm. Those are my, my go-tos in the text messaging. Uh Lucky. They've been blown out because they have a pitching staff that is half half mangled. When they throw those guys out there, they get lit up. Chase Anderson has been bombed a few times this year. Yeah, you well, just get you, through that game, you get to the next one, and you win it by one or two runs. Yeah. That's how they get there. Well, you mentioned, though, this you mentioned, Pythagorean too. luck business. Whatever. <laughs> okay, so anyways, um, wild card breakdown. So right now... Dodgers, Braves, and Cardinals all holding on to division leads. You got the Nationals, you know, uh, with the first wild card spot. They're eighty and fifty nine right now. They're twenty and ten. Their last thirty. They've been hot the last month. Can they sustain that? I don't know. We don't have any head to heads to them. I the Cubs and Brewers don't. So I don't know. I'm not sure what their schedule looks like the rest of the year. But uh, in any case. Um, that's where that is. The second wild card spot right now is the Cubs, but I think the Cubs are still aiming for the division, especially since they have so many games against the Cardinals. Um, so no, you know, no reason to you laugh. You better hope they cool off. No reason to laugh. I don't think this is the real Cardinals, but the Cubs, the Cubs are proving they aren't that great either, buddy. Well, they've been I'm a sorry. little unlucky. They got a negative two Pythagorean luck. A little unlucky. Um, oh, so <laughs> the Brewers don't get unlucky. They only get, or the Brewers don't get. They only get lucky. Yes, that's yeah. They're okay. lucky, and the Cubs are just a little unlucky. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yep. Okay. Well, you know the numbers don't lie, so say what you want. But anyways, um, <laughs> the numbers that you're using are trash. okay. Right. <laughs> they're, right. They're pointless. Okay. They're 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 not pointless if they, the if they make my point. So anyways, uh, Arizona is uh, what three and a half back. Yeah, they've gotten they've gotten hot. They've won three in a row. Uh, Milwaukee took five out of seven from Arizona this year. They've been they've been and, hot uh, for a bit. They're nineteen and eleven the last thirty. Um, yeah, and and a couple of those losses are to Milwaukee because the Milwaukee Brewers actually took the series from them. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't I don't know who they're playing, but they're. Uh, They've been warm lately. Philadelphia, they've just they've only played they've been 15 and 15 the last 30, but they they gained some they were doing well earlier in the year. So they're they're four games back and then Milwaukee is five yep. games back there. So Right, which when, you know, that's why Milwaukee needs to take at least they at least need to split the series with the Cubs to keep that even. Yeah. It'd be great if they won the next three and pulled within... A, if they if they win the next three and they're within two games of the Cubs when we do our series wrap on Sunday or Monday, depending on when we have the moment yeah. to do it, uh, they'll be right in the thick of it. Yeah. So there's no reason to push the panic button, especially after last Friday when you were so excited about your Cubs 7-1 to victory and then absolutely got shut out. You had Chase Anderson last night. Last night was your chance to score runs. Lo and behold, the Cubs did it. They did. Runs are going to be a lot harder to come by. They're going to be a lot harder to we'll come see. by for your team. We'll see. I already know. <laughs> I don't need to see. The Cubs have been very lucky to get as far as they have against oh, the Oh, wow. Year. Very lucky. Okay. Last night's that that sixth inning, I think it was the sixth. Last night, that was luck 
confused. <laughs> we already talked about it, though. Right, right. I don't call it luck. I call it getting the so breaks. How many, how know, many in, times? In games, you get the breaks or you don't. How many don't. times have the Brewers well, swept the Cubs this year? Oh, yeah. The breaks have to turn... The breaks have to turn evenly. They usually right. do. They even out. So the next three games, Milwaukee should be getting the breaks. Right. Of course, Yasmani Grandal might get tossed out by an umpire because, oh my gosh. <laughs> Last night, he was very close to getting tossed again. Uh, I don't think the umpires like it when Yasmani uh, uh, complains. Probably not. he sure doesn't seem to get, uh, he doesn't seem to be getting a lot of calls at the plate these days. Yeah. So. Yeah. Funny, though, the the Cubs can complain all they want, and they still get the calls. I don't get Oh, that. they've had plenty of, of calls not go their way this season. Let's, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, but I don't know in how those, many times see, I've the pulled thing up is, that. In those games, though, yeah. in those games, are the calls going both ways, or are they just against just the Cubs? Just against the Cubs, and I've mentioned it. Like last it week when Milwaukee won, it was just against the Cubs? Yes, and no. I brought... <laughs> Grandall got called out on no, a but ball that been, was way there, outside. There's been games where there's been very, very bad calls. I've, I I don't know how many times I've brought up our Robot Umps episode on Twitter and re- retweeted that episode. <laughs> it's been quite a few times. Um, so it's it, But it looks like the this has Cubs, been across the board. They're just so unlucky. Gosh. Yeah, well... I didn't realize how unlucky your Cubs have been. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to feel kind of bad. Uh, it's like the Bears last night. They were so unlucky. It was really unlucky that they couldn't move the ball at all. Yeah, it was very unlucky. But anyways, anyway. um, so let's let's get some <laughs> predictions going here. Um, and let's get out yeah, of here. Yeah, we got to wrap this thing up. We're, we're pushing. Yeah. We're pushing time here. Top 10 Cy Young Award voting. You Darvish. I'm going with my gut and I'm going with my heart. I'm going with Chorizo. What do you got? All right. We've got three games left between the Brewers and the Cubs. What do I got? Why don't you lead with the predictions first, or don't you have one yet? I don't have one yet. <laughs> um, yeah. Let me see. This is maybe why we suck at our predictions. Have you ever thought about this? Like, we oh, don't I make know, good predictions. Or you don't I, And know. I'm doing just fine on predictions, by the way. So, you know, and I'll, I'll just get fine. another one. You would have been DFA'd right with me. We would have been We would have been lucky to catch on in an independent league. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing just fine, and uh, plus I got a couple that will. I got one that'll go my way here. Uh, what on Saturday? The U Darvish. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got yeah. a couple of U Darvish ones, so I'll win it and you'll lose it. Yep, he's gonna get banged up. Yeah, well, wait, he's already banged up. Is he even gonna pitch? He is because it seems like he's just scared to pitch against. Milwaukee. No, he is not scared, and he is gonna dominate. Okay, so, so it's fine. Ten strikeouts. Oh, or he's more. gonna dominate. Well, and if he doesn't dominate, it's gonna be because he was hurt. Yeah, right? it'd be something unlucky. Just like certainly. just like Cole Hamels got banged for eight runs. It was oh, he was coming. He's off pitching an injury. tonight. Meanwhile, the Brewers Zach yeah Zach Davies can't get any credit for having a mechanical issue that leads to an injury. He was deteriorating before he got hurt. That's for you, Chessmaster Theo. Anyway, yeah, let's get to a prediction. Yeah. So Darvish, Darvish is going to either have ten strikeouts or get banged up for five runs or both. We could both be right. Oh, you know what? I realized. Oh, Schwarber did not hit. Oh, I got update those. That's why. Yeah, he didn't hit two plus home runs against the Brewers the last series. Um, did he did? Not. Did the Brewers go seven and four that eleven game stretch beginning August twenty sixth? Well, was it beginning August 26th, or was it actually, uh, it was through the last, I thought it was through this Cubs series. I made the prediction back then, I thought. Yeah. But, it was, but on, it was for a longer stretch. It was one, beginning two, the 26th, so yeah, maybe it is, is it through this? Oh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. No, it was through the Houston. I don't it think was through so. the Houston series. That's right. I remember that. No, I thought it. W- I thought. I think it was the last two. I thought it was the last two Cardinals games, and then the rest. I'm not. One, two. I don't think I got it right. Let's just put it that way. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh no! It's it's through the Saturday game. It's through the Saturday okay. game, but they have four wins and. Five losses. Okay. Well, there you go. So, so they already it's boy, already over. shocking. Yeah. Well, uh, it was an aggressive prediction. <laughs> I kind of figured realistically. No, I did. I said it at the of time. Course. Like five or six wins is probably realistic. Uh, you know, we try to make it a little bit more 
Oh, and I got I got the sweep. I got the sweep wrong. Um, and you and yeah, and Kyle Schreiber didn't hit on two. Oh, hey, so I got two wrong. You got one wrong. I've been meaning to ask. Kimbrel went on the ten day IL yesterday, right? Mm. Is it with an elbow issue? I honestly don't know the answer to that. Yeah, right elbow. It's an elbow right issue? elbow inflammation. God, it's it's crazy because I thought we talked about that, you know, during spring training as to maybe a reason Milwaukee didn't sign him is some elbow issues. Is that? I think that's something we brought up. Anyways, are you going to make a no, prediction the Cubs or signed what? Him for what? <laughs> I had to get that yeah, in there. Yeah, Three years, $45 million for a guy that's got elbow we'll issues. We'll see. And the Cubs were super excited right. about it. And so were you. Yeah, you, you were, bragging you were about very it. disappointed yeah. when the Brewers Christian didn't get him, is his so daddy. Whatever. Yeah, you go back to the rap episode from last week about how Yelich was his daddy. You know, Let's make another Yelich prediction. That'd be fun. I'm going to predict that Yelich will hit three home runs in the next three games. <laughs> All right, fine. That's pretty aggressive. I mean, granted, he's got 43 for the season. Yeah. But it's hard to hit three home runs in three games. But when it's the Cubs pitching staff, it's a little less hard, you know? Right, Darvish. right. Eh, if Darvish even starts, if he's not scared of also, you know, maybe uh, maybe becoming Kimbrel's brother, you know? Yelich's daddy to both. Uh-huh. I don't know. Right. There you go. <laughs> Boy, you really irritated me today. How'd you do Good. That? Um, so, yeah. So, I guess I got to make a prediction. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, now you're making me think. I wonder if I should. Well, I think. How, how about this? The Cubs will complete the sweep. They'll win the next three. And sweep the four game series. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, make that prediction. Okay. I don't care. It's your funeral, dude. Whatever. <laughs> I, I'm gonna do it. I think it's more likely that Yelich hits three home runs than the Cubs complete a three game sweep. Did you watch last week's games at all? Yeah. Have you been watching your team play? The, the Cubs got unlucky. They're terrible. Brewers were lucky. You know. The Brewers caught some breaks. Yeah. Yeah. Last night the Cubs caught the breaks. Okay. So be All it. All right. Well, okay. So that's we got well, it looks the, like, we'll uh, do that. That sounds looks, good. And uh and then we also yep. uh have you Darvish will give up five or more earned runs against the Brewers or mm-hmm. and or you Darvish will have ten or more strikeouts against the Brewers. So those yep. are both riding. That's assuming he starts. There's a real good chance he just wusses out and doesn't pitch. Uh, so. No, I don't I I don't think so. I think I think it's uh I thought I thought pretty much for sure he's going to be pitching uh, Saturday, tomorrow. So, um, yeah, we're recording on Friday, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. I'm at Brew Crew Winning. You are at Rapsis Cubs Lose. Cubs <laughs> win. Oh, oh wait, what is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. right. Yep. Go to the 90milespodcast.com website, please. Subscribe if you're enjoying this program. Let us know. We have a Patreon account if you want to help with uh, some of the maintenance fees and things like that that we have for our website. That'd be helpful. Yep. Uh, we really enjoy doing this. We had a lot of fun today, even though it sounded like I was pretty pissed off. I really wasn't. This is fun. Okay, I was pissed, but that's a different story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course you're upset. Right? I don't, I, yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, given how the Brewers season is turning out... Uh, I mean, it's just going to be it's it's going to be some interesting episodes talking about the Cubs in the playoffs while everyone on the Brewers is is home for the winter, dreaming of Christmas time. You're, whoever gets that last wild card spot is going to get blasted by the Nats. <laughs> it's not even going to matter. <laughs> well, it ain't anyway, going to be the Cubs. Totally It'll be the Cardinals. Point. So that's fine. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, buddy. No, it's... Uh, the Cubs are not catching the Cardinals. Maybe Milwaukee will. Maybe. Uh-huh. It'd be a stretch, though. Uh, you know, one person that did catch a break was Theo Epstein. He caught a broken arm. Craig Kimball's broken elbow. Good catch, Theo. Uh, uh, he's a real okay, let's get out of here. This is, this is enough. <laughs> oh, now you're irritated. Oh, good. No. I finally found a button at the end no, of the episode. No, not really. I, I just I got to go to the bathroom pretty badly and... You know, I'm just, uh, I think, uh, I, I don't want All you to right. have, 
you know, uh, too bad of a weekend here. I mean, it's already going to be bad, you know, with the Cubs sweeping the Brewers in four games. But um, don't be bitter on Sunday. Don't be like last week. Don't be oh, bitter. Oh, no, I'm not going to be. Don't be bitter when the Brewers I, take I these think, three I games. I think it's going to be your turn to be bitter on this next rap episode. <laughs> Back and forth. They'll probably split <laughs> and we'll both be annoyed. Ah, yeah. That would be annoying. Anyway. All right. It would be. All right. Cardinals suck. Cardinals Cubs suck. suck. Let's get suck. out of here. All right. See you later. Bye.